This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. You are now listening to The Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. going on guys welcome to another episode of the philly pod brought to you by the liberty line.com i am your host as always victor williams be sure to follow me on all social media platforms over at the philly pod do the same for my co-host here at steven conrad jr steven i had to uh uh <laughs> have you on the uh have you do the show i guess one day before you leave for uh uh for tampa you head there on friday but you obviously like have tomorrow to uh get everything in affairs. So I wanted to come up here and discuss some of the things going on with the Eagles. How's it going, man? You excited for the trip? You going to go uh, uh, lose your mind over there? How's what's the, what's the mindset right now before you go to Tampa? And it's a Monday night game, so it's literally just like you take the weekend to go nuts. You have all day Monday and then Monday night. That's a, that's a good gig. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, obviously, a big weather change after I just got used to, and I'm sure all of Philadelphia just got used to this fall temperature we've had, what, about the last week or two, I'd say, here? Which is, I love the weather personally, but hey, it's going to be up higher 80s. Um, but obviously, business is business. Got a game to take care of Monday night uh, against a <laughs> 2-0 Baker Mayfield, huh? Who would have thought? Yeah. You're happy about that. You're a Baker guy, so I know you're you're happy about it right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy for him. I, I've always liked Baker Mayfield personally. Nice. Yes, one of nine teams left uh, undefeated. Like I said in the beginning, uh, without playing your best football and still being two zero is very good uh, for the Eagles. If you're new to the show, guys, appreciate you guys for listening. Be sure to subscribe on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere else you get your shows. Leave those reviews. Rate five stars. Helps with the uh, exposure of the show. Be sure to do that. For us, so the show can be brought to new eyes and ears of football fans, NFL fans, Eagles fans alike. Steven, some uh, some housekeeping notes to start off here. The Eagles today, this is Wednesday, so this is moves. We need more towels. Made What'd you on, say? Uh, more towels. For what? <laughs> you said what housekeeping. Need towels for? <laughs> oh, housekeeping. oh, shit. My I'm God. already <laughs> on vacation mode, dude. I'm just... <laughs> It's time. It's time. <laughs> oh, man. The Eagles, um, expectedly, uh, they signed Britton Covey to the active roster, and they uh, placed cornerback Avante Maddox on injured reserve. Avante Maddox suffered a torn pectoral in the uh, Thursday night matchup versus the Vikings. I, I'm going to say this without sounding without sounding mean about it, I guess. As good as Avante Maddox is, you almost expect him to be injured at this point. He, he's mm. never healthy for an entire season, so it's not like this was shocking, the fact that we lost Avante Maddox at some point just a the damn season. shame man it's just it's it's week two and now he's out more most likely for the year 
they're going to have to figure out what they're going to do to fill that void. We'll talk about that in, in just a second. Britton Covey's now on the active roster. He only had one elevation left from the practice squad, Steven, so the Eagles had to make a decision soon. They move him up to the practice squad. He is averaging over 10 yards per punt return, so that is currently ninth in the NFL. Eagles feel as though it's probably as good as they're going to get for this season, although he did muff that punt on Thursday night. I thought at that point the experiment was over. I was like, that's, that's it. That's They're going to find somebody else. But they bring him up. They let go of Aaron Sipos and bring in uh, the new punter. What's his name? Brendan Mann? Braden Mann? What's his, what's, his, what's his name? They did bring in a new punter to the practice squad right? pull-ups. Yeah, the Jets guy. I, I, I know his last name is Mann. I got to see how to how to um, pronounce his uh, his his first name. Uh, so they got rid of Sipos. That's the more important thing here. Covey is on the active roster. Avante Maddox is on injured reserve. And they did also sign running back Bryant Kobach to the practice squad, another back after letting go of, uh, of Trey Sermon, who just joined the Colts, I believe. Bryant Kobach uh, played in Toledo. He has yet to make his NFL um, debut. He had over 4,000 yards in college, 50-plus touchdowns. We'll see if there's anything to write home about there. But, Stephen, initial thoughts on the uh, the loss of Avante Maddox. How big is it for this defense? And um, your thoughts on Brenton Covey being on the final 53 now. I mean, this is this is the guy for the year. Basically, I think I think what they told the, these guys, uh, as well as Sipos, was like, these are your three weeks to prove us why you should be here. We're going to call you up the first three weeks. And if you, we feel as though you should stay, we'll sign you to the roster. Covey passed the test. Aaron Sipos did not, clearly. <laughs> Well, I hate to say something like this, but if you were going to lose any of the three starting corners, I guess Maddox would be the preference, right? I mean, Darius Slay, one of I don't I like. I don't, I don't still, like. I don't like how you're saying. I don't like it either. That's why I let <laughs> off with the statement that I made. I mean, look, James Bradbury can go inside and play the slot. Sydney Brown apparently has a lot of experience, by the way, playing slot in college football for what it's worth. I saw, I saw that one out there, uh, you know, so that's worth I'm sure the Eagles are weighing all their options as far as replacing Maddox. Um, but, oh, man, depth. I don't even know, man. I feel like depth was always a concern, in my opinion, with this cornerback group, especially the secondary, honestly. They have a bunch of young, unproven guys behind those first three guys that I just named. And actually, one of them, I believe, is out for the season, if not a large portion of this season, in Zach McPherson. Your guy, Zach McPherson, unfortunately. Uh, Yeah, I don't know, man. Don't feel great about it. Why are you looking at me like that? Yeah, he's off. I'm not looking at you oh. like that. I was seeing where you were, where, where, where you were headed. But yeah, Zach McPherson, oh, uh, 20 you, wanna, you, you asked me. You asked me about this uh, running back on the practice squad. Never <laughs> Running back? No, I didn't ask you about him. I asked you about Covey. Nobody cares about. Yeah, about hold the, up. The yeah, okay. Back. Let's let's touch on that then. Um, why why do you think? <laughs> Can you touch on it? Can you touch on it? <laughs> why do you think Britton Covey was called up to be the punt returner for the rest of the season? No, he's That's currently it? ranked ninth in the league. Yeah, and and I guess I, if I had to guess, uh, Quez Watkins is still kind of banged up, and Alameda Zacchaeus hasn't shown you a whole lot yet. So maybe. In a in a in a in some kind of facet, they'll use Britton Covey as a receiver. Uh, but Quez hasn't made an impact yet. Zacchaeus hasn't made an impact yet. Maybe they're looking at Britton Covey to maybe come and play a handful of snaps, make something happen mm. out of the slot. Um, that's my two things. He'll be a permanent punt returner, and maybe maybe he can give you a handful of offensive snaps if they need a spark. Maybe that's that's where I'm at. <laughs> I agree with that last statement. Um, 
Yeah, not very uh, happy or impressed with. <sighs> Sorry, Quest. Not and the new guy Zacchaeus. Not really sure what his role is. I guess he's just a Zach Pascal replacement. He had good numbers in Atlanta system last year, believe it or not. He's not even Actually, a Pascal think... replacement. He's not as big as him, so he wasn't brought in here to block for anybody. Well, he was brought in here. Then to, what is to, he? He was brought in here for speed out of the slot. He's only played like ten snaps a game to this point, so there's not a lot uh, going on there with Zacchaeus. Maybe to be Britain fair, though, the passing attack as a whole is 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 very yeah. below the Eagles standard. Uh, so obviously everybody all around is suffering statistically. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean Dallas Goddard two weeks into the season, I don't even want to look at his. I don't even want to take a look at what his stats are looking like. Yeah, not good. Not, uh, good. not on pace for his a thousand yard season whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, 20, uh, 20, 20 plus yards was not his uh, ideal start for the first two weeks of the. Uh, of the season, but yeah, losing, losing, uh, you lose McPherson in the preseason. He was the backup slot throughout the summer. He assumed that role behind Maddox, and then, uh, then you lose Maddox. That leaves Mario Goodrich as the next man up. Uh, like we said, James Bradbury spent some time in the slot during the summertime. I'm sure they'll look his way to, uh, potentially to, to play some snaps in the slot. And also, yesterday, Stephen the Eagles worked out a former, I guess, NFC East rival in William Jackson III, used to play for the Bengals. Used to play for the Commanders. He's 30 years old, coming off a back injury. I think he had a bulging disc or something like that. But the Eagles worked him out, um, and I'm pretty sure he was like not very good in coverage. But like, because I, I remember him getting cooked at one point in time when he was on the Commanders, and I think it was against the Eagles. So I had looked it up, and mm. I was like, "Isn't this dude like getting carved up?" And he allowed like 121 passer rating when targeted oh, in man. 2022. In addition to that, Jackson. Plays primarily outside. He's only played like yes, 200 yes. career snaps in the slot. So unless the plan is like to play Jackson outside, they haven't signed him yet. So I haven't heard anything since the workout yesterday. Uh, but unless the plan is to play him outside with Slay and slide Bradbury to the inside, I don't think the Eagles want Bradbury in the slot full time. I doubt that's the case. So if he's not signed, Steven, I think it'll be a committee approach with Bradbury, Goodrich, and like Justin Evans in the, in the slot. I think they might do a committee approach with that. Because Goodrich wasn't very good. He allowed six receptions on six targets and a touchdown to TJ Hawkinson. He wasn't very good in his first extended action. Uh, they're going to need a group effort to fill this role. They were banking on McPherson to be the guy if they lost Maddox. McPherson was lost. Now they're, like, scrambling. You do have Bryce Callahan. He's a free agent. You do have Chris Harris Jr., who's oh. a free agent. He's old as I don't know what, though. Oh, Who we're talking about replacements for Maddox. Okay, I thought yeah. you meant. Okay, Who, I was like, what I'm you talking about? I, just in about? general, in general, I was like, you're forgetting Josh Job. No, no, I'm talking about as far as outside, like outside players to potentially fill the role of slot. There's not a whole lot of options. Bryce, Kyle, yeah, you don't Chris want Chris Harris. You don't want to. You don't. It's 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 they they're, they're going to look in how Sirianni says. I like the options we have. Don't know if he's. A, he also said he loved the receivers he had before trading for AJ Brown. So who knows? Well, what's wait, going, could what's they, going to happen there? Could they? Hmm. Could they have Slay and Job as your outside guys, and when Bradbury's good, bring him in the you slot? Could. You could do that as well. You could move Job on the outside. Have would you, you, feel, uh, you would say right now, even with the free agent options you meant you mentioned or whatever, wouldn't you say Josh, like just, my most, just my most out is, is Josh Job the third best corner on this roster? Yeah, my most confident trio would be Slay, Job, and, and Bradbury. Forget Over, the trio. Uh, Besides those first, who's the, the third best corner on the roster? Uh. Without Maddox and, and McPherson, probably yeah, yeah, Job. Maddox, probably Job. Yeah. You can't probably, probably Job because 
Probably Job. It's not Eli Ricks right now. It's certainly not uh, Goodrich. Yeah, I guess you would go. You would go. Uh, Greedy Williams is no longer here, so so you would have to go Job, I guess. So I think I would take the combination of Slay, Job, and Bradbury over the combination of Slay, Bradbury, and oh, Mario sucks, Goodrich man. in the slot. The fact we have to discuss this going into week three is is, is wild. I knew it. This is why I said all. This is this is why I said all offseason, like we are not going to have the same injury luck as we did last year. This is why we had to win that Super Bowl. And now look what's happening. The uh, Jalen Hurts is looking weird. All the injuries are piling up. AJ Brown's crying about whatever. It's bad right now, Stephen. I mean, it's not bad. We're two and zero, but this is. This is the stars were aligned last year, and it's looking like this year is going to not be the same. Um, but uh, man, the Eagles are going to have to overcome a lot of hurdles if they want to. Re- it's way too early to talk about the Super Bowl, obviously, but they they do not have the same luck as they did last year. It's going to be a tough go. <laughs> well, I guess if you want to look at the silver lining at this, it's a opportunity to develop a young corner. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like they may be thrown into the fire, but you know what? Sometimes that's what's best, you know? I mean, look, man, it was going to happen sooner or later. I mean, look, I hate to say this, but again, you you highlighted Maddox has had injury concerns his entire career, it seems, here in Philly. Um, I'm not going to slay, I'm not going to say Slay or Bradbury have because they've been very healthy, but they're older. So usually older players tend to get hurt. So there's always been that risk, you know? and, And I'm sure Howie Roseman and company we're aware of that right in the off season. Obviously there's only so much they can, they can do to address the roster. He did so many amazing, fantastic things this off season. Um, let's just hope again, decide is just going to have to coach to the strength of the defense on a weekly basis, which is that front, you know, the pass rush. Um, it, it sucks though, man, because we're without Nicobe Dean. Uh, I, I don't understand what's going on. Is Reed Blankenship going to, is he okay? Is he going to be all right for Monday night football? Uh, we, haven't heard, we haven't heard. We'll see the injury reports. We haven't seen an injury report or anything yet this week, but yeah, like Avante Maddox with, with that. Quez Watkins dealing with a hamstring. Like Boston Scott came out of the game and Thursday as well. Like they are getting, they are getting banged up, man. It's getting, it's, it's, it's getting roughed out there. They're going to have to try and survive. Thank God they had this break, this 10 day break to try and, and get healthy but yeah we'll see what the injury reports i think the first one will drop tomorrow um so we'll see what that looks like um on, on that front uh speaking of the secondary i know we spent a lot of the summer discussing uh a certain buddha baker and the potential of him coming to philadelphia mm. then the cardinals kind of gave him the money he wanted and he stayed there but last week they uh last week they uh they uh what, what did the cardinals do they held him out of practice well they he was uh, he was held out of practice then he didn't play on sunday and now he's on ir which means he's out for the next uh four weeks and steven mm. i i know a phantom injury when i see one this is what you do when you're taking calls on players this is what you do when you don't want players to get injured in practice and or a game and I'm, I'm i'm i don't know if the eagles are in it i don't i don't i don't i don't know i don't know if they're if they're 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 close to pulling the trigger or if they're inquiring i don't know any of this but uh I will keep an eye on it. I will keep an eye on it. They're keeping him. They're keeping him out of games for a reason. I don't think he's truthfully hurt. I don't think he's really hurt. Or they're they're they're. But they placed him on IR for a reason. Then I think he could be on the move. I can't imagine he loves the culture that Jonathan Gannon is trying to establish either. Obviously, I feel like he's been wanting traded out of Arizona for quite some time now. But that's I and I'd imagine that's got to be some sort of factor here, right? I mean, come on. Yeah, I think I think that's. 
they're they're i guess I think, in that scenario I saw his face do. in that video in that gannon video he was not he was not, i mean obi was with it but he was really looking like why the hell am i here so <laughs> that was yeah. a uh a situation but boy he would solve a lot well, of problems they just blew, what was it a 28 point lead to the giants was it 28 oh, yeah yeah it was bad it was bad but you want to talk about boy he would fill a lot of holes on this defense that are currently there slot safety yeah so that's anywhere. interesting Linebacker, man yeah shit, like you can put him everywhere they might they might they might go grab him and just say and just plug them in anywhere they need at the moment because they they have a lot of holes they need to fill. I think slot linebacker, uh, safety, whatever you want to do with them, he can come in and fix a lot of problems. Mm. Yeah, shoot, I was I was just sitting here as you were spilling that off, trying to imagine what our defense would look like. I guess, man, start him. I guess you, you would start him in Blankenship as safety, but you're do it move like Terrell Edmonds the linebacker. Like you can you can you can be a lot more flexible when you have a guy like like Buda Baker. Defend Maybe the they, pass. Defend, yeah, defend the pass, which you can't do. So because we have Mac hey, Jones and Kirk Cousins combining, that's fine. But you can't let Kirk and Mac Jones dice you up for seven hundred yards. Over yeah, that's what weeks. I'm saying. Not- so if they <laughs> in that scenario, we're prioritizing stopping the pass, like in terms of yes. your personnel out there, which is fine. Yeah. You have that defensive line doing what they got to do up front. I mean, come on. Exactly, exactly. So something to keep an eye on on that front. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not saying it's close to happening. I'm just saying. Teams no, put players know, on IR. We need some reinforcements. Put, I think. I think we need some reinforcements, man. They put players on IR for a reason. They do it for a reason, and they want to keep him healthy. Baker? 27, 28? He's in his prime. Oh he's man, very get prime. him in his prime, yeah. man! Like that's yeah. wonderful. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, we how 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 do I put this? I guess I after the game Time out. last week. Oh no! What we got? Some news. Breaking news, Buddha. No, no, no! Buddha. I wish. I wish. <laughs> I just had a thought pop in my head, you know. I, 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 as Eagles fans, we probably do this way too much, but ever since 2017, we always think of what can we do now that's similar to what we did in 2017. And I was just sitting here thinking, do you remember the safety group in that 20, uh, that Super Bowl Malcolm. team? It was Malcolm Jenkins and Ronnie McLeod, right? Yes, yes. Malcolm Jenkins being one of the best players in the league at his position, <clears throat> Buda Baker, mm-hmm. and Ronnie McLeod just being an all-around. I mean, I feel like like I don't know how you do, obviously culture guy, but all-around just very solid player. Reed Blankenship. Okay, that's your comparison. That's and they nice. more than made up for. <laughs> we had some, like, did you ever sit back and think of how bad our corners were when we won that Super Bowl? Yes, just think we won with Jalen Mills and Ronald Darby, dude. Like, it's that just, is just like crazy to think about, man. It's just wild to think about. So like, if it if, they, if Howie could do it, I'm all in for it. Honestly, I mean, he's we 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 sat here all off season and talked about there was that one more transaction we felt like he needed to make, right? Whether it was safety, whether it was linebacker, I don't really know any other position we discussed more than those two, right? It was safety and linebacker, right? Correct. So. You know, you're not going to be a perfect team. Obviously, I just highlighted that 2017 team having a major hole at the cornerback position. I still don't know how the hell we won with those guys, but well, it no. wasn't because of them because Tom Brady threw for 500 yards. So. Yeah, that's you know, so it's and I, it's, you know, we we have I, I believe as long as Jalen Hurts is here and the coaching staff. Well, I should just say Nick Sirianni, honestly, Howie Roseman. These receivers, hopefully, we can lock both of them up long term. Offensive line, I, I don't know. We got some young talent on the defensive line. This team's going to be a contender for quite some time, mm-hmm. I guess is the appropriate appropriate way to say. But the window, I feel like the window for sure. And when I say this, I mean the window of being a top. What would you say? Top four team in the NFL 
I feel confident in saying there's only a couple more years of that as of right now. That's all. I, I, like just a couple more years. What do you mean of a couple? We don't know. Jalen, Jalen's here for like six years. What do you mean a couple? Well, just being like that team that people are putting money on to go all the way. Oh. I oh. think after that, you know, it's hard to say, man. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I could be terribly wrong with that, but I, I don't know, man. I just feel like there's there's this window here. I mean, Devontae Smith needs extended. Like that. There's there's a lot of things. Jason Kelsey might retire, although they do have his replacement, we think, in Cam Jurgens. I mean, you know, I'm just throwing stuff out there. Lane Johnson's not getting any younger. So I'm just saying to be like a, a favorite, a favorite for the Super Bowl. I'm not sure how much longer that window is going to last. So you're saying Buda Baker would solidify that window. Is that is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, I would say. I was like, what does the window have to do with it? But bring in Buda Baker and then we'll be be a a surefire contender for the next two or three years. We're going to fall. The Eagles are going to fall off the face of the earth. But I'm just saying to be like a favorite where you feel like, wow, this team has that, you know, it's one of the top couple rosters in the league. I feel like that now without them. So what is is, I do, too. But I'm just saying (laughs) it. it, I feel like it, it extends the window a little bit. Okay. Oh, I see. I see. Where you make up losing, for example, like Jason Kelsey's the best center in the league. So if he retires within the next year or two, uh, I see what you're saying. You, you because our veteran like, players are phasing out. So, so we got yeah. To I mean, it takes. You need stars to win in this league, man. You I need, got you. you know top I end talent at key positions. Although I got you. You know, who's already a star. Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter off yeah, already okay, okay. a star. Like, Where are you a star going in this league as far as <laughs> pressures in the NFL go. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson leads the league in pressures at 13 in 127 snaps. Micah Parsons is second with 12 pressures in 81 snaps. And Jalen Carter is third with 11 pressures in just 68 snaps so far in the NFL. So he's already a game wrecker. And among the and among the leaders in pressures in the league, only one of them is a defensive tackle, and that's Jalen Carter. Everyone else is coming off the edge and doing that. Jalen Carter is the only defensive tackle in the league generating the pressure that he is. This man is a bona fide star already in the NFL. Already the highest graded amongst rookies as far as PFF. That defensive rookie of the year award is becoming more and more a reality by the week, even though it is only week two going into week three. But, man, I don't see a better defensive rookie in the league right now. So that is good stuff from Jalen Carter. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Steven, we did a... I'm going uh, to continue to... Sorry, real quick. I'm just going to continue to preach, like, the NFL, the other 31 teams in the league, the other 31 GMs organizations made a massive mistake letting the Philadelphia Eagles get their hands on Jalen Carter. And you know what, man? They had their reasons, and they were very plausible reasons. (laughs) Ah, screw that. Well, do you think... So if he goes... All right, so so, so, since we're going to do this, you know, you see everything that's going on. He's so damn talented. I'm not saying what he did... 
No, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying, would he be this effective? Would he be this effective in a different organization? Like, what if he went to the Bears and the shit show that is right now? Justin Fields blaming the coaches. The DC just left the organization right before a game against the Chiefs. Like, the Bears are in shambles. Jalen Carter would go there. No supporting cast. And Jalen Carter would be doing who knows what right now if he was in Chicago. Like you know what you want to know what it's equivalent to? Like Thanos has like the infinity oh. gauntlet, right? So like what good is one of those stones if you don't have the gauntlet? So it's like the Eagles are missing in this case Jalen Carter being that gauntlet. stone. So who's the, the who are the five stones? Gauntlet. Who are the five stones? Jalen Hurts, Jalen Carter, who are the other stones? Devonte, AJ. Well shit, uh, I mean you can make a gauntlet of this of this defensive line alone. <laughs> we're like, come on, man. Like, are you kidding me? What? Oh, but sure, God. yeah, if you want to do Imagine that. Imagine Jalen Carter in the, in, Whoa, in you the dumpster fire. Well, you got a good point there. Well, you got a good point there. Let's take a giant step back. Okay. This is a fun podcast today. This isn't even like a preview. I don't know what the hell this is. Let's oh. take a giant step back. You look around the league. That's interesting you just mentioned that because I'm sitting here thinking of the infinity goal and that you said, yeah, Jalen Hurts. Like, let's look at that. Who is it? Five stones. I've obviously watched six, the movie. Six, six, oh, it's six. six. It's five on each knuckle, and then the one in the center, right? What are the six most important aspects of an NFL team? You're going to go quarterback. Quarterback is one of them. A pass you catcher of some sort, whether it's a, a tight end or a receiver. A playmaker. playmaker. Uh, pass rusher. Mm-hmm. I would say. Are we just going to throw coaching? Just in general, coaching. I don't head coach. Want it. You want head Sirianni coach, to be coach. an Affinity Stone? You want Sirianni head coach. To be so that's four. Oh, man. QB, playmaker, pass rusher, coaching, whatever. We need two more. Do you want to throw? you want to throw? Well, offensive line is, is left tackle, so my lot of. Left tackle is the most important position along the offensive line. All right, so line, that's though. five, and now we need one more. Now do you want to go a player, or are we going GM? Yeah, GM. There you go. GM, good call. Good call. Six. Okay, So. We might have ourselves a little graphic poll opportunity. <laughs> so you're saying, hey, uh, so you're saying, so you're saying, guy, no. so, so you're saying, Howie, Sirianni, Hertz, Mylotta, Devontae slash AJ. You can only pick one of them, apparently. And, uh, and Jalen Carter. The fuck? Well, we can only pick six. There's only six stones. Or do you just want to say playmaker? I would take Sirianni. I'll take Sirianni out and put the other receiver there. So because Sirianni is like, like well, you no, need no, no, a coach, like, but it, it's fine. Okay, for the Eagles, you can do that. But I'm just trying to say for the NFL as a whole, like you have to, you have to put all six okay. of the same category. So six of the most important figures in an NFL organization. Uh, with owners don't count, do they? No, no, no. Okay, so how? So Howie Sirianni hurts my lotta. Uh, Devontae and Jalen Carter. There you go. They can do the six. Even Don't though I hate leaving AJ off, but like I feel like so the reason I made Devontae you do will that, be here. I feel like Devontae will be here longer. The reason I made you do that, if you were to compare that among the other thirty-one teams, in the so league, who the Ryan Eagles, Poles and the Bears, <laughs> just just everybody. Like where like, like Matt Eber, we Matt Eberflus might have the best. Yeah. Oh, because okay. if you look at the Chiefs, the, one of the stones in the Chiefs gauntlet is hurting. Like, who are their playmakers? I mean, obviously, tra- whoops, Travis Kelsey. But besides that, like, yeah. Travis Mahomes, uh, Andy Reid. I don't know anything after that. Chris Jones, obviously. Chris, Chris Jones, Jones, pass rush. Um, who else is their defense is really good this year? Yeah. Well, the Chiefs. Yeah. yeah, their pass rush is is good. Yeah. I don't know their corners. Uh, McDuffie, Trent McDuffie. Uh. <laughs> It is. Can, can you imagine Jalen Carter 
just in Chicago. No, no Georgia players around him. He he would be he would be off the rails. I feel like. So maybe one of the stones could be like secondary. Uh, yeah, but I feel like, like you can backs, get by. You can like get by without seven. a. You can get by without a good secondary though. Like the Eagles did it in the Super Bowl. I mean Malcolm, like you mentioned. Like we, you don't need a top. No, constructing to an NFL team as a whole, the six most important aspects, right? That's what we're I don't talking think. About. I don't think safety or corner is is wow. one of the most important. I don't That's think crazy. We won with Jalen Mills and Ronald Darby as corners. They don't. They don't matter. I mean, they do matter, but like you can win without them. Clearly, because yeah, serviceable. You, say that, you need final, serviceable corners. Serviceable. You don't need four top corners. Teams uh, in the championship games last year. I'm trying to think of the secondary. So there's ours. There's the Chiefs. There's the Niners. Um, who did the Chiefs beat in the AFC Championship game? Was it the Bengals? Uh, yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah. The Bengals. You don't even know their corners. So, so. damn. So all those, if you average those secondaries together, it's probably middle of the pack. You need top best. QBs. It's all you need. And that was. And Brock Purdy's not even top, but their roster's so fucking stacked that it doesn't matter. Um, so, so yeah, so yeah, thank you for listening to our Marvel, uh, comparison to the NFL. I wonder NFL. what Jonathan Gannon and the Arizona Cardinals, <clears throat> it's not an infinity gauntlet, it's a fucking Toys R Us hey, gauntlet. Man, that's another reason why they put Buddha on IR. They, they don't want to risk winning games. They're like, fuck man, we're too close to winning games. We got to put this guy so they on got, IR. they got Josh Dobbs. I don't know we who the receivers are. Yo, Josh Dobbs was dicing up the Giants for Do they still quarters. have Andy Isabella? I don't know who their playmakers nah, he's are. Gone. He's gone. <laughs> he was the guy that was taken after Jay Dahl, pretty sure. Yeah, he's the other <laughs> receiver that sucked in that draft. Oh, they got James Conner, who actually looks like he's oh, interested in winning games. Do. He looks like he wants to win. So, hey, One is, of the many is. running backs that the Steelers just, like, fumbled, I feel like. I don't oh, know what man. they do. Yeah. I don't well, know Najee, do. Najee is, like, out of gas already. That man's slower also, than Also, prayers up for uh, Nick Chubb, man. I'm devastated by yeah, that. I'm a big Nick sucks. Chubb fan. That sucks. That, that sucks. Running back I heard, I heard be... he's going to need two injuries. I mean, two surgeries to repair that. Oh, two. my. Two. And even if he does, like, come back, like, it's it's going to be tough to be the same player he was. That same surgery... He tore his MCL, PCL, LCL, like meniscus. He tore everything in that knee in 2015, and that was the same knee that 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 just got messed up again. And he's going well, to need two surgeries division, to fix man. That. The Ravens lost J.K. Dobbins. Yeah, it's tough. Hey, man, this is a Monday night curse because what happened? Aaron Rodgers on, oh, on week no. one. Good thing you Nick brought Chubb, that up. And now we got now the Eagles and and and, and Bucks, man. Let's hope everybody stays healthy. Jesus, I'm not doing you know this what? Monday night we, curse. If we can go there, win. And stay healthy and quote unquote break that curse at least for us. I feel really good about this season. I feel if we go three and up, well, there's a good chance you can go six and up. It's the what is it after that? It's the it's the Commanders. It's the Jets without Aaron Rodgers. You can you have a good chance of not losing a game for a little. Well, bit. let's just take care of the Bucks first. I'm just I saying. Feel like this, you just said you the, feel the, re- you're the one that just said I feel really good about the season if we win this game. <laughs> so now I'm the one that has to take a step back. <laughs> you're looking too far ahead. You're looking my, too far my ahead. My ass, my ass. All right. So sp- speaking of that, after the game on on Thursday, I, of course, I went to Twitter, do what I always do. I asked, "What's your biggest concern with the Eagles?" After two weeks, I understand it's just two weeks, you know, you know, feet barely wet yet. But I was just curious from the fans' perspective. And Stephen, I picked up a couple of the responses that we can discuss here for a bit of a of a mailbag segment. So uh, this guy responded here at JT Productions too. He said one of his biggest concerns is the media and fans. They have rust, and yes, Jalen doesn't look as sharp, but the team adjusted on offense and started firing on the run. Jalen puts too much pressure on himself to be the perfect QB. And this fan base puts that on him as well. Your thoughts? I mean, there's definitely like something there. I think you know. It's, you know it, what I think. You know what I think. I think fans 
and I'm not saying everybody does this. I think fans need to not compare this year to last year because if you're comparing the two, uh, you're gonna be you're gonna be disappointed. You gotta stop it. You gotta. But you're gonna stop be disappointed. It. It's not the same year. It's not the same. It's just not. You can't. You, when you say that, do you mean the team as a whole or Jalen Hurts? I think I think Jalen Hurts in general. Like I mean, the team as a whole, maybe. But I mean, you got to understand. Like it's more that, like when you're that good, there's a higher chance of you regressing than not. Like it's just it's just that's just reality. You can't come in here and say Hurts doesn't look like what he looked like, and when he won. <laughs> freaking player of the month last year like he's like it's it's hard it's hard to produce at that level in the nfl week in and week out and yes he did it last year but to expect that constantly week after week is tough it's tough to do i agree i think fans uh obviously i don't think it's like obviously it doesn't matter like Jalen, you know blocks out all the noise i'm not really concerned there i mean maybe he feels the pressure though i don't know i mean he is human i mean you know it only makes sense it's 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 uh man it's 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 unfortunate. It's the unfortunate reality of the situation. I feel like because he more than earned everything that's you know here in front of him. You know the fact that he got that extension. You know the fact that fans. I mean, he's got one of the highest selling jerseys in the NFL. Like he's earned all of it. All the nods. All the whatever some of them may be crooked. With it. Some of them may be crooked, but hey, people got his jersey. <laughs> Be careful what you say. I'm not sure, you know. I, I hear you. Hopefully that gets squared away. I'm waiting for my jersey. It's supposed to come. A Better certain company is taking forever to ship the damn thing, and I don't even Better have be, it for this Tampa trip. And you want to push these trip. damn sports book deals on our face and go to those <laughs> stupid all white parties with a guy who doesn't even want to play for our fucking basketball yeah, team? Michael Are you Rubin, kidding me? And the fans who literally are the reason why you guys make all this goddamn money. You give them a crooked jersey. Yeah, Take Michael your Rubin. ass in there and you hand print. Oh, and by the way, get us give us the hand the handcrafted stitching again instead of that laminated shit or whatever it is, you cheapskates. Stakes where Ruben too busy partying in the Hamptons other than trying yeah, to get, name get us I mean, I may as well have just did. It was a sneak It's, it's not sorry. secret, it's freaking fanatic. It's not it's not no secret. It just so pisses back to me the, off. Back to the back to the point. Yes, the the fans um they they have high expectations because of what the Eagles did last year. Maybe it's unfair, maybe it's not. <laughs> but uh it is what it is. Um, well, anyway, I, really quickly to touch on that again, what con, I won't even call this context. Just look around the league. Like Joe Burrow, like everybody considers him know. top Jesus. top three if we're being 100, right? Top three, top and four. Josh, Allen. He, Josh uh, Allen had a decent game last week, but Burrow's looking rough, boy. He's looking. He's but Josh looking. Allen, right. He had a decent, he had a, he had a, good, a good, a very good uh, bounce back game. But in uh, week one against the Jets, he turned the ball over three or four times. Could you imagine yeah. if Jalen had turnovers. If Jalen had four turnovers, my God, he would get run well, out. Imagine if he had three. Like we, we, we're kind of like unsettled when he has one. You know, yeah. he throws one pick. We're like, oh man, <laughs> it, it was a bad decision. That was a really, it was out of him. Very odd. Ah, just yeah, it's rough. <sighs> it's a rough go. At P underscore nominal sports responded. The coaching staff uh, is outsmarting themselves when it comes to playing time and rotations. Swift should be the starter over Kenny G. Derek Barnett should not be seeing the field more than Nolan Smith. Too committed to passing the ball to set up the run should be the other way around. So, um, yeah, I think Sirianni's probably I think I himself. With that. I said in the last episode, he's probably regretting his decision not to play Swift in week one, although they did win that game. Uh, Nolan Smith is, uh, is, is a tricky case because he is undersized coming off an injury. It takes a bit to adjust to the NFL. So, so it makes sense that Derek Barnett is getting, getting the snaps over him, more experienced player. Um, so I, I think so. And I, and, um, I think that's a good point, uh, they made there about, uh, using the run to set up the pass instead of the, uh, you know, pass to set up the run. I think, um, 
This this relates to I saw a clip servicing on Twitter today. I guess Colin Cowherd was giving his like power rankings, and he had the I want to say he had the Eagles fifth, and he was like, I mean, he tends to say odd things, but I think he means well generally. Um, and I'm talking national media people, of course, you know, take it with a grain of salt or whatever. But you know, he was saying something about Jalen being like a power runner, and a lot of Eagles fans took that as like a diss. I mean, he's not saying Jalen can't throw the football. He's not an idiot. But what he's saying is that's the strength of the Eagles offense. The quarterback is mobile. The offensive line is better in run blocking than they are at pass blocking. And I think this I, – I also think context is everything here, guys. Like it's early into the season, and they all, the, the passing game is rusty – it lacks rhythm, and I believe the offensive line is it, it lacks rhythm too. And I think the best way to establish rhythm with the offensive line is running the football. Like, did you notice all of a sudden when they were running the football, the passing game looked a lot better? Uh, mm-hmm. Guys weren't getting beat. Uh, I feel like you know Lane Johnson, who's top of whatever at his position. I recall in week one, a couple of times he got beat straight up, to, and you're you know you're just not used to seeing that. Uh, you know some some penalties in the offensive line that we're not used to, like. Uh, so I think it's I think that's a good point by whoever made that. Yes, I yeah, agree. Yeah, they they did a lot of that uh, last year, letting the run pounding the teams and then beating up the play action, beating them deep. That doesn't um, so mean that we're is... going to do that the rest of the season either. Oh, of course not. But you know, you know what is an interesting point though about like the Eagles kind of uh, like avalanching teams because what was the score uh, with some with some time left in the game? It was like seven to three for for a long time, right? And then um, the Jefferson fumble happened, and then they beat you. Then they score after halftime. Then Devontae Smith beats you deep, and that all happens in the span of five, ten minutes. That's how the Eagles can kind of beat you, even if they're only playing their best football for, what is it, ten, ten minutes at a time. Seven to three with three minutes left in the game. Jalen Hurts scores, puts them up 10-7. Um, the fumble happens. The Justin Jefferson fumble happens. The Eagles kick a field goal to end the half, 13-7. Then Jalen Hurts scores again, 20-7. to Then Devontae Smith has a deep touchdown by 10 minutes in the third quarter. So from two minutes left in the second quarter to 10 minutes left in the third quarter, they score three times. So mm. the Eagles can kind of overwhelm you that fast. It's kind of, uh, like I said, if the Eagles can get hot for 10, 15 minutes and they can overwhelm you, and then, you know, they can coast. I guess you just season. hope it would happen, you know, earlier in the game yeah, so then yeah, they can yeah. go to that. That's how the you Eagles know, roll, though. They can beat your ass for 10 minutes and then, <laughs> and then, and then chill out. For the rest I mean, of the just game, win so at the end of the day. Like, don't you remember? How soon did we forget? I feel like, like a big conversation last year, like five weeks into the season. Remember, we were going up on teams by like twenty plus points in the first half, and then we'd kind of blow the lead, take our foot off the gas, as expected when you're up that much, and then the other team would kind of hang around, but we'd still end up winning the game, uh, sometimes by multiple scores. Hurts sometimes would been, it was, Hertz would have been a four thousand yard passer last year if he didn't have to sit for, for like six second halves. So. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that's 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 uh, how it goes. Um, Jeffrey Rizzo on Twitter responded, "Good answers against the blitz. Our answer so far have been mediocre. Need to make teams pay for blitzing so that they can back mm. off and we can run our offense." I would just like to say that Jalen Hurts completed eight of eleven passes for 153 yards and a touchdown against the blitz against yeah. the Vikings when they didn't blitz. Hurts still completed ten of twelve for 40 yards. So. Um, I think what they kind of mean is that the Eagles don't do a lot of hot reads against the Blitz. It's kind of just like Hurts making things happen. Uh, but good thing is that Jalen Hurts is capable of making good decisions against the Blitz, and that'll kind of bail out the offense. But you would certainly like more hot reads. You would certainly like more answers for the Blitz other than Jalen Hurts pulling something out of his ass. So good point. Good well, point there. Something that I'm sure you noticed and has become aware to me 
two weeks into the season, both the uh, Patriots and uh, Vikings defenses both elected to defend us in really odd ways. They dropped a lot of guys back in coverage. So like, you know, almost, almost as if like they were begging us to run the football with our running backs and not Jalen hurts. Like they're just, they're stopped. They they don't want Jalen hurts to beat them with his arm down the field and they don't want them to beat him with his legs. So they're almost just begging us to play, you know, traditional, just run the ball up the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hurts has really... been pretty contained the first two weeks. He's, he's yet to eclipse 40 yards rushing in each of the first two games. So teams are doing their homework, at least on containing, um, Hertz, uh, and I wouldn't even running. say like, like week one, he definitely. I don't um, think Hertz is looking to run as much though. Is also also another. Yeah, thing. like I, I wouldn't even say that's a knock on him. It's just the way like they're just keying in on him. But like, look what it did. DeAndre Swift just had a career high in rush yards. Like, there's it. There's always something here with this offense. Like, there's always something to be had. So like for me, uh, like you saw it last year. Like, look at the Commanders game. Hertz threw for like two, over 200 passing yards in the first half. Several touchdowns. It was an onslaught in the passing game. And then you can look at some games where they're we're just pounding people like, well, I guess it was the week two game. Actually, very similarly to that Patriots game um, week one here, like the weather was kind of a problem. And we, uh, you know, pounded the ball against the Jags. Like, remember, it was a rainy game. Mm-hmm. Hurts through kind of like a wasn't, I was going to say, wasn't last year like Hurts was like the first player in history to like throw for 300 yards in a game and then rush for 150 yards like the next game. Like he was basically just beating people. He was, he was basically just beating yeah. people any way he wanted to. Like, oh, you want to defend this? I'll beat you this way. Oh, you want to defend this this week? I'll beat you another way. So uh, Hertz was able to do that last year. Teams are have more film on him doing their homework and trying to, uh, you know, um, contain him this season. So uh, I do agree. That uh, that that more answers against the blitz would help out Jalen Hurts, although he is by himself very good uh, when the defense. And he's are showing just blitzing. like you know what, man. Like this is this is uh, this is really interesting because I felt like something that hurt him. Honestly, so far in both games, uh, you really saw it in the Patriots game, in my opinion. Um, I'm not saying this is a factor going into it because Jalen Jalen's always been very, very smart, efficient, and careful with the football. But a part of me does wonder that like now that he's like confirmed the franchise quarterback, he has this big contract and all this stuff, and you have these weapons, you have all these guys that want the football, <clears throat> some more than others. Uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> a part of me does wonder if it's a little it does a little bit even to Jalen of all people, it does a little bit to his ego where it's like I gotta go out here and show everybody this like I you know, I am who I am, I'm the guy and all this stuff. But you know what? Th- this is an opportunity. Do not make the mistake that a previous QB made here. You don't need to do that. You just need to be efficient, play team ball, don't turn it over, take the easy throws. Please take the easy throws, especially on this team with all these goddamn weapons. Year. He is this year. How many there's not a ton of throws downfield, not as much as last year. So Yeah, um, so that's what I'm saying. Like this is this is good. This is good for his growth. The deep ball, everything's gonna be there. It was in this Vikings uh Vikings game. We finally got Smitty wide open. Wide open. Mm-hmm. Two deep passes, two deep passes. Got uh, one-on-one coverage with A.J. Brown several times on the outside. One of those should have been a damn touchdown, if not, you know, pass interference giving us the ball on the one-yard line. But, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jalen Hurts, too. Uh, last, last response here for this, um, asking what the concern was or what's your biggest concern with the Eagles after two weeks. Someone said, Johnson's play calling, honestly, that's it. Sean Desai's defense has missed multiple starters, and the defensive line is still eating, so I'll give him the benefit of the doubt early on steven your thoughts on brian johnson's 
I think I think I pretty much asked you this on the last episode, but uh, but uh, a lot of people are concerned with Brian Johnson's play calling. There, a lot of people are saying that his first fifteen plays that he scripted up aren't effective. You need to just throw that out and do what works. Um, but that's a that's a big sentiment. About fifty percent of those responses were, were Brian Johnson and his uh, shortcomings thus far as offensive coordinator. Big shoes to fill with Steichen and what he was able to do. Um, but I think Johnson will come around. Yeah, it's it's obviously there's definitely some concerns. It's a fair question to have, but um, it's just kind of interesting because if you look at, you know, he's still getting a feel for everything. Um, but I feel like at the the second half, I would say, and the end of the first half of this game against the Vikings, I felt pretty good about what he was doing. You know, he it, it's funny it was almost polar opposite. In week one, it felt like he came out trying to force the pass against New England. You know, and New England was keying in on stopping it. And then in this game, or my, my bad, reverse the roles. I feel like in the New England game, he tried too early to like. It felt like we were running too much. We were feeding. We were feeding the hell out of Gainwell. Um, and you know, and I was like, you know what, maybe you gotta let Hertz throw the ball or at least hand it off to a different back. And then in this game, um, the running back draws on third and 11. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Here? Like we were hesitant <laughs> this game. It felt like we didn't get like, that's the crazy thing. We didn't get swift established like right away. I don't think he, he didn't get a touch. He might've had one carry that whole first drive that we, we ended up scoring on. Uh, it was a lot of pass plays early on. And then eventually they elected to run the ball and they realized like, Hey, they're dropping all these guys back. Just run. Let give Swift the ball. Let him do his thing. Career high. It is. It is wild. So people are basically just concerned about the, you know the uh, the uh, the injuries. A lot of people said injuries as well. We're gonna have to overcome those because this is already more than you had uh, last season. But every team deals with them. It's all about overcoming them. So Brian, all eyes will continue to be on Brian Johnson yep. and the Eagles' offense down the stretch. Here they'll have another test against Tampa Bay on Monday night. I'll have a preview episode coming out in the next few days regarding um, that matchup as well. It's a Monday night game, so we have a little extra time. But wanted to get up here, discuss some of the roster moves that are going on, rumors, as well as what the fans are thinking about your Philadelphia Eagles as they are now 2-0 and on the year and look to remain undefeated against another 2-0 and team, Tampa Bay, Monday night. Steven, mm-hmm. any final thoughts before you uh, head up out of here, get your move on to Florida and have a, have a nice time with the Liberty Line boys? No? No, nothing. <laughs> um, let me think. Let me think. Shoot, man. Uh, I just last, I last win wishes this game so bad. Farewells. Uh, yeah, obviously, safe travels. <laughs> safe travels. You know, prayers up for the Liberty Line crew. Super excited for this opportunity. Um, stay tuned for content, guys. The Philly Pod, <laughs> Liberty t- Line. We'll have, we'll have content that. for you guys. All that fun stuff. Appreciate you guys for listening to this episode of the Philly Pod. Be sure to subscribe. Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere else you get your shows. Be sure to keep up with all the written content over at thelibertyline.com as well. Oh, I'm your host, so Victor I don't Williams. care about Taylor Swift, so can we please just stop? Yeah, I, was, I thought we were going to get through the episode without you saying it, but we didn't. So. Nah, it just, it's just so <laughs> annoying, man. I can't do it anymore. Oh, man, it is a lot. It is, it is, it is a lot. But you know, pop culture, that's where, that's, where the people, that's where the people are going. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms at the Philly Pod. Do the same for Stephen Conrad Jr. We will catch you guys in a few days as I... I will have uh, uh, a guest on to do a preview show to fill in for Steven while he is partying. Whoa, so yeah, yeah, I'm getting replaced? You're not getting replaced. It is a guest spot while you I are gone. I will do don't, a don't podcast poolside. I don't care. I will yeah, do a podcast poolside. Fuck that. Fuck that. We'll catch you guys. No, 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 no. I, I will catch you guys, you guys in a couple this? days. I will catch you guys in a couple days. But until you know then, what? peace I ain't out. Worried. Yeah, I'll handle this Philly differently on Carson Wentz. I'll handle it differently.
Oh, yeah. We ain't scared of competition. <laughs> we ain't scared of competition. <laughs> oh, man. We'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace out, y'all, from the Philly Pop. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.